Hello and welcome. I am so glad you're here. I'm Beth, a creator-based coach with CMH Coaching for Life. I'm here today to help you and those you love create a life you feel grounded and at home in. Think of a life where you feel peace, love for those around you, and in a flow with just enough challenge to keep you happy and creating something wonderful. Sounds like magic, but it's not. You can create that life every single day. You can have a life full of love, excitement, hope, and creation. Our mission at CMH Coaching is to flood the earth with light through compassion, mindfulness, and hope. And I'm going to ask a favor of you. If you like what you see and hear today, think of someone you know that would enjoy and benefit from this message. Our mission is to flood the world with compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Share this with them. But for now, this is time just for you. So settle into whatever you're doing and enjoy this time with the girls where we create that one awesome, amazing, perfect life every one of us is seeking. I am so excited to talk about compassion today. I just can't even, I was warning JC, I'm kind of full of it. I'll warn y'all now. It's just what it is. Some days are like that, but we had this really cool quote from the Tao Te Ching on compassion. And I just really wanted to talk about it because it's been kind of something I've pondered on because I've always thought of compassion as being a really soft, gushy thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And yeah, let me just share the quote. Okay. With compassion, one becomes courageous. Compassion mm-hmm. brings triumph when attacked, it brings security when maintained. And that is like the flip side of the coin from what I thought compassion was. So read what that one more think? time. Read it one more okay. time. With compassion, okay. And I kind of understand this with compassion. One becomes courageous. Okay. Because in my head, I'm thinking with compassion, one becomes courageous. Okay. If I'm taking care of myself and I'm making sure my thoughts are good and I'm well rested and I've eaten and I'm in good balance, I just feel good. Yeah. I could see myself becoming courageous, Mm -hmm. but then we've got this one. Compassion brings triumph when attacked. It brings security when maintained. I'll put this up on the, um, on the 50, 50 page. So everybody can see it to think about the quote with compassion. One becomes courageous. Compassion brings triumph when attacked and it brings security when maintained. Mm. I really love the idea of security. So that makes me want to do more with compassion because I love the idea of maintaining compassion brings security. Right. But I don't have a lot of ideas why and how that could work. What do you think? You know, I was just thinking about, um, I guess I have a son that is in um, a situation or a marriage that is not very compassionate and um, it, it's very controlling it's and controlling him. And, um, as I was thinking about that, I mean, even 
as I traveled this last weekend for a family wedding, which was near to him where they lived, um, just reaching out and asking, hey, can we get together? I'm going to be there. Your whole family is going to be here. It'd be great if you could come. It's so cool to see you. But there, he has to have permission to, to go anywhere and to get anything. And as I was speaking with him, he had um, about an hour that he got to spend with me. And um, just, I was thinking if he were Mm self-compassionate, he could experience triumph. He could experience, you know, all say that one more time, because with compassion, one becomes courageous. Correct. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. So you start taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. What's the natural byproduct of speaking kindly to yourself or of mm-hmm. when things are hard, instead of fighting against the hard thing to say, wow, that's really hard. Yes. You know, girl, that, that hurt. And to own that for a minute, instead of immediately buffering it and pushing it off. Right. Or, or blaming yourself, you know, even yeah. because there's, there's a lot of self-blame. There's a lot of self taking everything on as his, his own. It issue, was my know? fault. If I yes. didn't say it, he, she wouldn't, or they wouldn't have had to say yes. this. Or if I had been more timely, or if I had been kinder, or if I had been skinnier, or if I had been whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Like self-blame. And, and, you know, he's like, well, but I haven't been perfect. And sometimes I lash back out at her. And so I, you know, I'm guilty. And so there's, I just can't. So everything was taking everything upon himself and then Uh just being able to say to him, because we've been talking about compassion. I said, you know what your number one step is? Your number one step is to say, I love you. I love myself. I love myself, you know, and, and it's okay. And I have, I said, you can pat yourself on the arm. You can just say, you know what? I have permission to be human. I get to be human. I get to be human. I'm not perfect on purpose. And I have permission and I'm going to give myself permission to forgive myself because that's, that's important. Yeah. Because I'm a work in progress Mm -hmm. and I'm a good work in progress. Yeah. I love that. I mean, you can pat yourself on the back and go, good job. You are an amazing work in progress. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's who we are, and so I could see for me if I were in a difficult situation, being able to say I'm a work in progress, I would be braver. I right. would naturally work, reach out to my Creator at that point, yes, and say, "Will you help me? I recognize I'm doing my best, but if you'll help me, I can be more brave. I can be more courageous. Yes, I can." hear what you want me to do and move forward in that way. And that would make me braver still because I would know I was doing the right thing. Right. Yes. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. No but matter. who would have ever thought compassion makes you brave? No, right. You, I would think like in my brain, when you think about that and, and my thinking about self-compassion 
for years and years and years was, oh, no, whatever. That's just a bunch of garbage, really. Pansy, wansy, mush. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, you know, far out there or whatever, right? Oh, woo-woo. Yeah, woo-woo. Yeah. 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 Woo-woo, whatever. Yeah. Sorry. Come back to the real world. The real world is hard, so it's just going to be hard. Yeah. Yeah. And just buckle down and just do it and just, you know, get over yourself and just go do it. Yeah. Kick your own rear and you know, yeah, that's not the way it works. No, Kick yourself in the rear and your rear hurts and you don't get as much done. Right. Can you imagine like when your children were little, if when they were learning to walk, if you would yell at them and falls. Yes. Oh, get up. You know, seriously, what is your deal? Just get your butt up and and figure it out, right? No, that's not what we do. So why do we talk to ourselves that way? Yeah, there's no way. Well, and you can see how if you are unkind to yourself, you would naturally become a little more timid. It's like whenever you speak unkindly to yourself, you're eroding just a little more of that inner value. Mm-hmm. And so you would become less courageous. Yeah. Right. Cause you would start to wonder as you erode your own self-image because you're speaking unkindly or listening to your inner critic go on and on and on. Right. Yeah. 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 That was an epiphany. Doesn't that just ignite your inner critic? Yes. She's like, well, of course you are. Yeah, right. (laughs) Didn't I tell you that six years ago? What are you still doing this? Yeah, yeah. No, but with compassion, with I'm a work in progress. Good job. I'm really proud of you for trying again. That was scary. And look at you standing up and doing it. Those kind of thoughts, we get braver and braver. Right. So amazing. Yeah. All right. So if we're talking about that, let's go to the next sentence. Compassion brings triumph when attacked. That one I'm having triumph when attacked. So are we attacking self-compassion or when we're attacked personally? When we are personally attacked, when we are under attack. And I've experienced this because I've been in situations where um, someone is just emotionally dumping on me. Right. Um, they have, they have this overwhelming emotion. If it doesn't come out, they're sure they're going to just explode. And so it's all just word vomit. It's just all coming out, right? Really, right. really angry, hurtful, mean, yucky words. Yes. Fiery I darts, know. right? Fiery yeah, darts. Fiery darts. Yeah. yeah. But my, my experience has been in the past where I tried to defend, I, I don't know how to be mean in words back. I just, Mm. I just don't, I never can get the right words. And if I ever did, I would feel so bad. I think I'd want to crawl under a rock. It's just not my style. (laughs) It's just not, but the, um, when, when somebody's just really going at you, you really want to defend yourself or you just want to cry. Right. Yep. But Look, if you brought compassion into that situation, you're listening well, or, or just taking the words. And instead you invite love into the situation. 
whether it's love for yourself or whether it's love towards them. Yeah. My experience has been when I'm in a situation like that and I have the wherewithal, again, permission to be human, right? We are a work in progress. Lots of times it doesn't work, but on the times when it does work, I actually, when they're all finished, I can sit quietly and let them say everything they need to and release all of that pressure that they need to. But then I can say something that reflects their pain back. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, that sounds frustrating. Or that must have been so hard. Or you sound so hurt. Yes. And it diffuses. It does. It diffuses the attack, which to me is triumph to bring it back to love. Right. Passion brings triumph when attacked. Mm. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Well, and one of my, one of my biggest role models is Jesus Christ. Mm. And I think when Jesus Christ was attacked in those last couple days of his earthly life, how did he respond? With love. Yeah. And compassion. And, so, and what is, what is it that people remember about him? Triumph. Mm. He responded in love. And it, they remember his triumph when he was attacked. And so, yeah, I just, I wow. just, yeah. What do you think? I just got a whole earful, but I did warn you. I'm full of it. I said, <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I, those are really, really great examples. And I, as you were sharing, it brought me to a memory of an example with a patient who came in that was angry about their account. And um, just came in full bore. We had a a reception room full of patients. We had, oh my goodness, uh, it was going to be a scene. And it was she was so angry about a mistake that had been made, and um, and came at me with fiery darts, right. With just like full, yeah. full force. Yeah. and just listening to her. One of the things that really helped is we have an affirmation that we say in the morning in our, all of our clinics across the U S and it's today, we have another opportunity to fulfill our promise to our patients. We put our patients first, we respect them and we remain open-minded to their needs. We treat our patients mind our patients' minds, body, and spirit, and uphold integrity by remaining true to our word. And so that that, is beautiful. It is. And we say it every morning. And so as we, that was just, I owned it. Right. And I was able to express compassion because that is filled with compassion. That affirmation is filled with compassion. And so as she expressed that to me, I said, Oh my goodness. I'll just call her Nancy. Oh my goodness, Nancy. I am so sorry that let's sit down and figure this out together. Because let me tell you, that is not, if you feel like we're all about the money, then we're doing something wrong. Let me share with you what we say every morning. And that just, you know, again, 
if we could speak to ourselves compassionately and have like a compassion affirmation that we say every morning, yeah. it really does stick. And it comes to us at a point in time when it's really needed and necessary. It'll come to our minds. Yeah. 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 I got to show you this. It's funny that you bring up a compassion affirmation. Um, this is my personal compassion affirmation. I'll read it to you. It's, it's based on creator-based. It's creator-based. Today, I choose to be the creator of my life experience. Sound familiar? Yes. <laughs> I have within me light and truth, all the power needed to grow and progress. Given gifts and talents unique to my God-given purpose, I am different by design, even when I'm full of it. I embrace those differences and create according to the inspiration and guidance of my creator. I can trust and walk arm in arm with him. As I listen, he will direct my path. Mm. Walking together. I love that. That's like my favorite two words in the whole thing. Walking together. He is a dependable mentor and leader. My creative ability is amplified and expanded. I see more clearly, understand more deeply, and am lifted with compassion and hope. I am centered and powerful walking with my creator. It's a funny mix of humble, weak, and empowered. Oh, yes. Which baffles me, but I feel great. Today, I will stay in God flow and be the creator of my life experience. Together, we will do great things. I can and I will. Oh, that's what I do every morning. That's me. Beth, I know that our listeners out there are going to want a copy of that. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to post you it on share, 50-50. Yeah, yeah, post it on 5050. And can you also maybe share it in our show notes on our Facebook page? Oh, yeah, I totally could. Okay. Yeah, I totally could. yeah. It gives me so much peace and so much compassion to have that connection with my creator and also just the humble, weak, empowered combo. Yep. It's just, it's triumph right there. And it's security. Compassion brings security when maintained. Man. And that same effect you had at work, right? Yes. Well, I'm envisioning girls, girls out there. This is what I'm envisioning that what if everyone who listens to this podcast were to download that and they were to say that every morning, right? Oh, it's so powerful. How would the power that, and it's an unseen power that we would all have. And how incredible would that be to be able to just, you know, have that out there? Oh, I love it. I'm going to yeah, change the world, it. right? Start saying it. I'm going to, that's, yeah. All I'm right. Gonna, I'll post it. it. Let's do it. Let's do change a, let's do a 30 day. Yes. 30 day. We'll say it every 30 day days. for 30 days and come back and report what, what changed in our lives. I love yeah. that. That's it's awesome. perfect for self-care too. I just want to take a second and talk about our self-care summer series. Yes. It's, oh my gosh. It's so good. So fun. So fun just to have the whole summer to focus on what am I going to take care of myself and self-compassion. I was reading this morning, Gretchen Rubin sent out an amazing email. And if you all don't find that follow the happiness project or the four tendencies, you just totally need to, because Gretchen's amazing. But she talked about things 
that we used to do at recess. And when we're talking about self-care summer, isn't that kind of what we're looking at? What, what, what did you do at recess? And how did you create joy in your life? What was your favorite thing at recess, Jason? You know, it's really interesting that I immediately went back to the last three years of elementary school where I was bullied. Oh, so as you talked about that, that's what came back to me hiding during recess, being behind the dumpster, having, you know, just not a great experience. And, and then in that same instance, it was, this is an opportunity for you to go back and remember before that time. So right now I don't have those memories because they're taken up by, the yuckiness, which I don't want, you know, I would like to, that's important. It helped me become who I am. And I would, I'm, I I would, I can't change it, but it's helped me become who I am, which I love who I am now. And um, your empathy and compassion were shaped by the bullying. I mean, it really did change how you look at life. Yeah. Yes. So, but what a great opportunity to go back and remember before that and, and to find joy in that. Yeah. So yeah, we used to play tag. I was, I was a behind the dumpster hider for a while too, because I got bullied in middle school, but the things, um, the things that I think about when I think about what did I do at recess are more like my summer activities as a child. Oh yeah. Um, I used to pick wild strawberries in the fields behind Mm -hmm. the house. We used to wade in the Creek, even though my older sister was sure I was going to get blood suckers on my feet. I did it (laughs) despite, but we used to spend days all day long outside from the time it was light until the streetlights came on when you had to go home, you know, but here, these are the questions from Gretchen. Um, do you prefer, and this is how you're going to take care of yourself. They're just some questions. Do you prefer novelty or familiarity? Just ways to take care of yourself. I loved familiarity. I had a regular rhythm to my days and special places that I visited. Do right. you prefer plans or spontaneity? Better all the way. Do you crave a big adventure? This is where I thought about you. Do you crave a big adventure? What kind? Oh yeah. I do crave big adventures. Yeah. You you skydiving. Yeah. You love your big adventures. And then would you enjoy more time with friends or more time in solitude? Mm. All Mm. of those things help you know how to take care of yourself. I love that. Care summer. Yeah. And with self-compassion. Ah. Yeah, that's so, that's so neat. Yeah. My, my memories, like, as you're saying that my memories weren't recessed necessarily, but they were times that I got to be out and playing, right. You just took time to play and you took time. Well, yeah, yeah, the point was play and unstructured time are essential, but yet we devalue them. Yes. But you can't live without play. Play is what really gives you energy and gets you going and sparks your creativity. And it just is your chance to reinvigorate. Yeah. Yeah. You need the downtime. You know, we can't fill every minute, even though we feel guilty if we don't sometimes. Mm -hmm. 
it's putting your own oxygen mask on first. You got to have recess, summer break. And sometimes you have, sometimes you have to remember how to do that. You have, because we've spent so long not doing that. And it's remembering how is, is maybe a challenge for some of you. You got to let us know. Yeah. But if you just took three minutes, um, one gal that I was listening to made a goal for herself to have 20 minutes of unstructured time every day. It was awful. It was so hard. 20 minutes of unstructured time because apparently she's quite the doer, but um, she said, it's just really paying off that she's so much more energized by just taking 20 minutes for anything she wants. It's totally unstructured. Yeah. Nice. Well, I was just thinking, I love one of the things I love doing as a kid and I still love doing it today during the summer is to lay on the grass beneath a shady tree, but not too covered because I love to look in the sky when there's clouds in the sky and I, I, I can see shapes and I, it's just, just, I love doing that. Yeah. It feels so good. Yeah. 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 It's fun and it's delightful and we were made to delight. We were were made to love and enjoy and find joy in whatever. And Mm -hmm. I got to think that taking that self-care time is another element of Mm self-compassion, which makes us courageous and helps us to triumph and to feel secure in all the changes of the world. There's a lot going on these days, There is, but the courage and the triumph and the security come from within us and we can create that. Mm. Yeah. How cool. How cool. I know. And this all from a week when we had no plan. Y'all just need to know. (laughs) No plan. Then it just goes to show our creator has a plan. And Mm. so we're willing to listen. Big things change and big things happen. But let's talk just a little bit next week. We've got a guest coming and we're going to learn about compassion as the gift we give ourselves in being willing to forgive, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be yes. great. I'm yes. excited about that. I'm really excited about that. Do we, do we have a secret guest or are we naming a guest? Uh, she's still, we're still working on it. So I guys put, I put out the big, the good energy. Um, I work with a doctor who um, she's just incredible and probably one of the most compassionate people I know. And so anyway, if she can re- get her schedule rearranged, she will be joining us. So, well, if Dr. we needed Molly to, Cooper, you know, we, yeah, if we needed to, we could pre-record with her at her convenience and then put it on at that, at this time. Okay. I will reach out to her and just, and, and just tell her yeah. she's important. We really want to enjoy and okay. learn from her. Yeah. So important. Yeah. You guys will love her. Everybody who meets her is like, and you say her name, Dr. Molly. And everybody's like, Dr. Molly. (laughs) She's so fun. I can't wait to meet her. Yeah. She's awesome. It's going to be awesome. 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 Well, okay. So that's next week. Let's talk tomorrow is coaching clear and our numbers, our group is growing little by little, but what's even better is our self-coaching ability and the ability of the girls within the group to help each other is, mm. is growing, which is something we work on mastermind when we take our groups of women uh, that have a common interest and a common challenge. 
and we work and develop self-coaching so that they can coach the other. I'm seeing the same thing happen in coaching clear. It's a synergy. It's it's synergistic, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, and I just think it's the power of women. Yes. You, know, you put a group of compassionate women together and they're going to solve the problems of the world. It's just the way it works, you know? And so mastermind tonight, coaching clear tomorrow, book club on Wednesday. Tell us about yes. book club. Uh, book club. We are finishing our, um, uh, our book. You are enough, which goes along with self-compassion. It sure does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really does. yeah by Panache Desai. So really fun. It's a great opportunity, guys. Even if you're not able to join during the time of book club, we don't record it because there are some personal things that are shared often. And it's it can be really intimate and really, really, really interesting and awesome. So, um, but if you don't have to have watched previous book clubs, just if you get a Tuesday afternoon when you're free, just drop in. Right. Uh, Wednesday afternoon. Wednesday yep. afternoon. My mistake. Uh, yes. Yeah. Just drop in for sure. Just drop in. And what, even if you haven't read the book, just drop in. Yeah. Right. And we're glad you were there. And then we have coach training on Thursday. We're halfway through now. It's pretty exciting to see the changes in these coaches' lives. And then on July the 8th, so a couple of weeks from now, we're doing our tapas acupressure technique workshop that Jen is teaching. And that's going to be Saturday morning. It's a jump start. It's going to be really good. Yeah. Just relieving all these ways. Yes. All these yep. ways to take care of yourself mm-hmm. and self-care summer and self-compassion and just feel better, you know, <laughs> just bask in all the goodness that's available to you. Cause it's out there. Yeah, it is. It's all out there and it's fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thanks for joining. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to see everybody next week or tomorrow or Wednesday or Thursday or Saturday the 8th. Yeah. It's all happening. Yeah. Yes. So. And any of you that are not, who are listening to the podcast for watching um, our YouTube channel, just go to cmhcoaching.com, become part of the 5050 Girl Club. You won't regret it, I promise. No, yeah. and you'll get the scoop on every single thing every single week. You know, it's a 24-7 place. You come in and get what you need. It is really great. 5050 yeah. girls, they're the best. Yes. Till so, next time, my friends. <laughs> we'll Bye, see you. Bye, y'all. Choose to be happy, choose to be free, moment by moment, it's all up to me, cause what I think about, I bring about, that's the way it is, and there is no doubt, day by day I pave the way with every little thought I think. Hey, thanks for joining us today in A Creator-Based Life. I hope you felt that compassion, mindfulness, and hope you came seeking today. You can find more of it at cmhcoaching.com or on linktree slash cmhcoaching. Of course, any social media outlet, we're there too. Because you felt the benefit and light in this message, please invite those you care deeply about to join us. 
Help us to create a ripple effect across the globe of compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Then we can create a creator-based life together. Have a great week, y'all. We'll talk to you soon. Day I pave the way with every little thought of thing.